Welcome to another episode of the Thirsty Mom Podcast, powered by Thirst. My name is Lori Thompson, and today in the house, I got Robin! What's up, thirsty people? (laughs) (laughs) We've been sitting here for about 10 minutes, like, rapping on our microphone, so that's why we had to have Mm -hmm. that kind of intro, right? I'm amped up. I got my thirst. (laughs) Nice. What are you drinking, by the way? Well, Lori, (laughs) funny you should ask, because you made it for me it's it's the lori it's special it's like cranberry juice well we gotta start with the main oh, okay. the main soda Hit me what with was the that? main fresca. fresca fresca then we add a little bit of lime yep we add some cranberry juice yes. and the special let's wrap it up with the raspberry little bit of puree. Raspberry puree. that's it that's it <laughs> it's good and a huh? little bit of gin right it's, a, <laughs> it's <laughs> topped with a little wink wink um it's good though huh it's like fresh refreshing so good i love it i feel like this is going to be the drink of the season it's it's the new robin it why is, is it called the lori special it's the robin it's the fly on the wall right there this should be called okay we, you, do you like the robin or the fly on the wall what do you want to what do you want to call it i'll tell i'll tell ethan huba skank oh shoot <laughs> that's that's my I don't know where you that's go. my gangster <laughs> no. name okay. huba skank okay well okay I'll now talk let's to do a ethan fly about the wall. that okay the i'll talk to ethan about yeah. that <laughs> i've always wanted a drink named well, after me well welcome and this is your first time to thirst very first time. Oh my gosh. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Well, and you traveled quite far, so I appreciate you traveling. All the way from Utah County. Utah County <laughs> in the house. We are the hood. And <laughs> actually, this is the hood. I'm, I'm liking hood. it up here. It is nice, isn't yeah. it? I love it. You Anyways, guess, yeah. okay, Robin, we got to focus. We have so many things to cover. Yes, we do. Because you are freaking amazing. First of all, you. D- I feel like I do a lot. No. <laughs> you do. You have so many fingers in so many jars. I do. It is bonkers. I like to Before we, I know, and toes, right? Yeah, it's like everything. So before we even go there, tell me, like, how long you've been married, your kids' ages, a little bit about your family life. Okay. So my name is Robin Warner. I am from Utah County, and I have been married to my husband, Johnny, for 12 years. We have four kids, so I have a two-year-old, a four-year-old, a six-year-old, and a nine-year-old, man. You're you don't come oh. back from that. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I consider myself a serial entrepreneur. So, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. So I own several small businesses. My husband owns a trucking company, and when I'm not burning casseroles at home or changing poopy <laughs> diapers, I'm being Living a life. businesswoman and <laughs> doing all these weird things. So, what was the first company you started? Was it the dance? No. No. So the very first company I started was called Johnny Girl Jewelry. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I was 20 years old, and I handmade jewelry while I was at college. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I actually have seeds of entrepreneurship that go way back. Did you get this from your parents? Or yeah, my you get dad's this? Okay. an entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah, he's owned lots of different so businesses. So were you dating Johnny when you're making this Johnny jewelry? Oh, we were just barely married. Oh, barely. Yeah, okay, and that's I named like, the company after oh, him. that's true Johnny love right girl. there. Johnny girl, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was like the first little thing. So that wasn't Etsy. That was just like you selling it where? Oh, How? I did sell it on Etsy. Oh, Classic. Was Etsy? 12 years ago? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I like made it's debut. New. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then from there, my next business was my dance studio. Okay. Which so was kind of like that. the ultimate crash course in entrepreneurship and self-development. Did, were you a dancer younger? Yes. Okay. So I danced all through high school and into college and I always wanted to own a dance studio. In fact, I remember when I was like a kid, I would like take my credit card and like, or my parents' credit card and like run it through an invisible portal on my dad's desk and be like, welcome to my dance studio. Oh my god! But I just never, I don't know. My parents were really, it's funny because my dad's in entrepreneurship, but they really pushed college. Yeah. So I was going to be a dental hygienist. Like that's what I was going to school for. And I just never 
thought I would actually own a dance studio. And I, I was working at a dental office for years and we decided to have kids. So I had my first daughter, Hazley, and she was three months old. I quit the, the dental office because I was going to be a mom and she was three months old. And I looked at my husband. And I said, Hey, I think I'm going to start a dance studio. Oh my gosh. And he totally, wait, who says that when they have a three month old, I literally think my hormones were just off. That's, I think <laughs> Your that's how it all says, started. Uh, yeah. You're crazy, girl. You're crazy. No. And he literally was like, Oh, he was like supportive. He's like, Oh yeah. Like you'd be so great at that. And that's all I needed to hear. The next day I went out and signed a five year lease. Oh my gosh. I came back the next day and I was like, so I signed the lease. I'm going to start. He's like, wait, what? Seriously? And I was like, you what? said I would be great at it. Like, here we in go. Theory. In theory, yeah. So three weeks later, I opened my dance studio. I built my own website. Oh my gosh! I, I had ten students. They were all my nieces and nephews. Oh. <laughs> and then it blew up. I have had thousands of dancers come through my door. I had and multiple you had it locations. For five years. No, I had it for eight years. Eight years. Yeah. And, and what's I, the name of it? Um, Aspire Dance Academy. Aspire. Yeah. And then you sold it. Yeah. What did you do so I it? sold it. So um, why? I was ready to light it on fire. So I was oh, like, I might as well just sell it. <laughs> um, a couple things. I was getting ready to have my fourth baby. Um, and it was like, it grew like wildfire. It was huge and big. And it was just me. And I had 40 employees and oh my gosh, th thousands of dancers. Oh and my they're gosh. crazy moms. Oh. And I just started losing the fashion. Like yeah. I was just interested in other things. And I was getting ready to have my fourth baby and I was like, you know what, maybe I should just do the whole mom thing. And anyway, so one of my employees said, Hey, if you ever want to sell this, like, let me know. And that she kind of planted the seed. Cause I always thought either like I'd keep it forever for my daughter to inherit right. or I just light it on fire. Oh my gosh. And so <laughs> I was like, Oh, someone would buy this. And so we started negotiating and made a deal and she now owns it and my kids get free dance for life because like oh, that was like one of the things the I was deal. like I will not sign the paper and like, I will never pay for dance in my life oh my like, gosh that was, that's a good deal that was a deal yeah. so you're talking about like little kids all the way to teens yeah. and yeah. every kind of dance every kind of dance and we had really amazing dancers we had um, like a lot of the cougarettes came from my studio we had um, one of them on So You Think You Can Dance like really um, Sydney Torme okay very yeah. cool yeah so we had a lot of yeah, two years old all the way up to high school. That's awesome. Yeah, all genres. So after eight years, you're like, peace out. Yep, then peace what's out. Next? So then I was like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And it's so funny For how history <laughs> repeated itself. So I had my baby, Dubs. He's my, my two-year-old. Three months old? Legitimately when he was three months old. Oh, my god. 100%. I just, I, I feel like so bad I wanted to just be the stay-at-home mom. Oh my, I have I a personal tried. question. Yes. Are you nursing these babies? Or are you giving them bottle? Uh, nurse like, I, don't, I don't care I what you do. You but saw like, my honkers. I had to cut those off, Lori. I can't. Twice. I couldn't. I yeah. feel like I couldn't do anything because I nursed for a year. Like, I could never be like, I'm starting to be. I oh. couldn't do that. Oh, no. Like, literally in my office at the dance studio, I had a nursery, like, crib. Like, oh, I just brought, I never had gosh. a nanny. I brought them all with me. I was insane. Like, I look back down and I'm like, why, why did I do that? Yeah, but actually, I know why I did it because I had a lot of pressure from family to, like, live this to be the mom, mom life yes, and so yes. I was like listen I'm gonna be the mom life but I'm also gonna make a million dollars this year yeah. and so no one can like you can, say that yeah. I'm not a good mom because yeah. I'm doing it all and I look back now I'm like oh that was bad did you so you got burnt out that's I why got you wanted out. to yeah. light it on fire I got burnt out and so I was like I just gotta do this mom thing like that's I have four kids and my husband my husband owns a multi-million dollar company like I don't need to work oh but God. I just like to work yes you gotta keep and he's seat. like stay home like we have all these kids and I'm like I don't want to like I just don't really want to <laughs> I love all these kids but so I was like I'm doing the stay-at-home mom thing so I 
stayed home for three months. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, you know what? I want to build an online course because I teach self-defense. Like that's my main platform yes. now and yes. my main company. And I was traveling around public speaking all the time. And I was like, I just can't reach enough people. And I want all women to have the opportunity to like take these lessons. And so I was like, I'm just going to build an online course. But there was no online courses for self-defense. No, like you nothing. go down to yeah. your local YMCA. I didn't know a thing about online courses, but I kind of did the same thing as when I started my studio. I YouTubed it and I, I legitimately built from the ground up my own course. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that took a year for me to finish. Um, I launched that in 2020, right when COVID hit, which actually was like the biggest blessing because the whole world shut Every, down. Yes. And everything's yeah. online for you. All my classes shut down. All my speaking engagements were canceled. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how divine was that? Because now I have this actual course for anyone in the world to still be able to protect them and empower themselves from home. So oh that's called Safe by Robin. Um, and then from there, I was like, hey, why not just open a few more things? So now I have three or four other businesses and that's crazy that's what I like to do okay so now we got to go back in time like before Johnny before, before the, all this. before the children before the dance before studio it all. tell me about when you're on the trail like tell me that whole story oh that's a story Lori that, it is a story do you want the cliff notes <laughs> you want whatever the real you thing. want to say so a big part of like who I am today and what I stand for and what I believe comes from when I was 18 years old on that trail um I was at college down at SUU in Cedar City and I was dancing for my I was dancing for the team I was doing everything for my prereqs for dental hygiene and our my drill coach made us run like as part of our fitness program and I had actually never run by myself before because um, I came from a really safety conscious mom we lived right up nestled up under the G in Utah County and my mom was always safe like we locked our doors she was always like never go alone like she was probably like that mom like I feel like those days everyone's like this is God's country we don't lock our doors but like my mom wasn't like that yeah she was really safety conscious so anyways so this was the first time you went running by yourself yes I did time. not know this part of the story. first time wow yeah. so I asked my roommate hey come running with me at noon and she's like yeah meet me at home we got there she decided to bail and I was like you know what I am 18 I'm about to turn 19 like I am out of the nest I am safe. We're in Cedar City. This is a public trail. I've been on it a thousand times. Like, I'm going to be fine. So I walked to the trail that day, and it's like a paved trail, just like we have all in Utah. It starts, like, in the city and kind of intertwines with the city, and then it does kind of head up the canyon. But, again, there was 30 people on the trail that day. It was noon in the afternoon. Oh, my gosh. It, go it runs perpendicular to the highway, so there's cars. Like, I totally felt safe. Started walking, getting ready to run, and I had a feeling um, to go home and get my cell phone because I had forgotten it. And I was like, no, I'm just going to hurry and finish. I have to run a couple miles. I'm just going to keep running. So I just start running, and I'm very aware of my surroundings. There's people on the trail, and those feelings like, go home and get your cell phone. It's like two, three, four, and finally it's like, go home and get your cell phone. And I was like, shiz, I need to go, I need to go home and get my cell phone. So I turn around, I walk home, and I remember just thinking, like, I wonder why I need to get my cell phone. Like, I think it's because this kid that I really like probably texts me. You know, <laughs> I go home, get my cell phone. The kid that I like had texted me, and I was like, that's right. Like, duh, like, you can't be late on a text. <laughs> text him back, and I wasn't even going to go back to the trail, and I just was like, well, I don't want to say I didn't run these miles, so I'm going to go back. I went back to the trail, and when I got back the second time, I felt really funny about it. Like, instantly, I was like, you shouldn't be here. Like, something's going to happen. But I was like, I'm just anxious. My mom always freaks me out, you know? So I started running, and as I got further and further up the trail, again, there's still people around, but um, I came around the corner, and there was this man 
walking down the trail. And immediately I was like, oh, he's out of place because it was hot outside. It was like 80 degrees and he was wearing a beanie, a backpack, a coat, like oh, cargo geez. pants, boots. And I was like, he doesn't look like he's How exercising. He? he was 21 at the time. Okay. Yeah, and so I was like... So you're about your age. Not, yeah, like, I'm some, old, not I, some, like, man. No, I'm about to turn 19. Oh, He's only a couple years older than man. me. Okay. Um, and so I forgot, like, a really important part of, the, part, part of the story. So really quick, I before I see the dude on the trail, I have this really weird impression that wild horses are going to run down and trample me, which is, like, so random. That is random. But the week before, a whole bunch of wild horses had ran down on the trail, and with me and all my roommates and I kept being like Robin what would you do if like a wild horse came down like you shouldn't be here alone well I was coming around a corner and a kid on a longboard came around and I thought it was a horse so I like jumped into the bushes oh and gosh. he thought there was like a dead woman on the side of the trail so he gets off and he's like hey are you okay and I'm like oh, oh yeah my gosh. it's weird I don't know why I'm laying in these bushes and he helped me up and he's like my name's Casey we exchanged names he's like why are you laying in the bushes and I'm like I don't know <laughs> there's like twigs in my hair I'm like I don't know I'll just do that and it's, I was so embarrassed so I saw him get in his car drive away because there's different parks like every two miles and I was like Robin pull yourself together he's actually really important in the story later that's why I had to tell you okay fast forward I see this dude walking down the trail and immediately I'm like uh oh like something's off but like my intuition's telling me like something's gonna happen but logic's like you're fine it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon right there's people on this trail like there's no way something bad could happen so we get closer and closer and he's going down the trail I'm going up and we pass each other and I remember looking over and like making eye contact with him my heart just like dropped like oh. I immediately like they they say you can see someone's soul through their eyes like I knew immediately something was gonna happen so I ripped out my earphones and I turn around to see what he's doing and he had flipped around and I was running he was walking so I'm a little bit ahead of him and I'm like oh oh my gosh he's following me so I'm running a little faster and turn back around and he starts to jog and I'm like he's oh, following me shit. but then but then logic's like or he's running like you saw someone 10 minutes ago on this trail like there's no way it's all happening so fast I get around a corner and the trail actually ends which I knew it was gonna end like I was just planning on flipping around in like 10 seconds anyways and I'm like what do I do because to my right it drops off about 15 feet into the river that's between the river and the highway and to my left it's like woods now there's like oh, sagebrush and trees and I'm like what do I do and so I'm like I'm just gonna turn around and I'm gonna run as fast as I can right back down the trail I'm gonna pass him nothing's gonna happen I just freak myself out like we're gonna be fine so I get ready to start running and I have the impression like call 911 and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to call 911. Like, my mom says you never call 911 unless your arm's cut off or something. Right, you know, like, right. what am I going to say? And it was like, dial it right now. So I was like, okay. So I call, oh I call 911, I press send, and I run as fast as I can. And right when I ran past him, it was like a split second. He let me think that I would like passed him and he just grabbed me by the throat and clotheslined me to the floor. I remember my phone flew out and I was in complete shock. Like, so was 911 dialing? Yep. Or I, had someone had someone answered or you weren't even I never knew. You never knew. Yeah, well oh my I gosh. do eventually know, you know what happens. Yeah. So he closed line so you barely passed him, but he closed line yeah, you. He just grabbed him by the throat. And are you still on the trail? Or does he take you off the trail? He takes me off the trail. So I I end up laying on the trail initially. I'm in complete shock. You you we learn a lot about like fight or flight, but there's a third one called freeze. And like most women actually freeze. Oh yeah. And I don't remember how long I froze. It could have been 10 seconds, it could have been a minute, but I totally froze. I, could, I was like in complete shock. I yeah. couldn't believe this you is can't happening. Believe this is happening. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but there was a couple things that I had learned when I was 12 years old in like a basic self-defense conversation that actually saved my life that day. So once I unfroze, I immediately remember hearing like, yell your name and your location. So I started screaming as loud as I can, Robin Williams, can you tell I'm being raped, Robin Williams. My oh. name was Robin Williams. It was a really good day when I got married. 
<laughs> Robin Williams. Um, I knew I was like I knew people were on the trail, so I was hoping someone, someone could, could hear, hear me. But I didn't know if my phone had picked up nine one. And so he picked me up and started taking me off oh the trail through the woods. And I remember the second thing I learned was never leave the location you're attacked. So I kicked and spit and arched and I did whatever I could to not leave that trail because I've called for help. And if I leave, there's no help coming for me anymore. Right. And so I fought as hard as I could to get, he couldn't take me more than 10 or 15 feet off the trail. And we struggled there for a really long time. There was so many times where I thought I was gonna get away and I'd stand up and he'd yank my ponytail back or I'd go to move and he'd punch me or, you know, he oh was, he was slapping, punching me, beating me. I mean, he was 230 pounds, 6'2", he's a big, guy back then i was much more dainty <laughs> and um he sexually assaulted me and i remember as as he was laying on top of me um he kept well the whole time he kept trying to get his backpack and i remember being like whatever's in his backpack like it's not is good. not good so nope. i'd kick it or throw it or do all these things and finally towards the end he was laying on top of me and he was strangling me and i was losing consciousness oh my gosh and he Robin. was able to get in his backpack and he pulled out a knife and i remember being like I like I hope my parents find my body I distinctly being like I hope my parents find my body like he's gonna kill me and I started like blacking out and oh I said gosh. a quick prayer and I was like Heavenly Father please help me I have done everything I can I need help right now and like clear as day it was like go for his groin and I was like I ain't touching that yeah. like <laughs> I'm not going for his groin but that's what I had to do and he was laying on top of me but he like shifted weight and I could feel that my ha my right hand was um, available and so as he's like I have like probably 30 seconds left before I'm oh completely passed out and I'm like losing consciousness he's got the knife to my throat trying to slip my throat and I'm like using all my force to like not let the knife go in my throat and I just was like all right so I went for it and I don't know what I did grab twist pulled ripped I don't know and he but with your hand not uh -huh. your leg or knee or no with my hand, hand yeah and he let go of me and I was able to sit up and I stuck my finger straight into his eye and gouged it way and to go I know yeah and then the last thing I was he hit the ground and I was finally able to stand up and I went and turned around to run and he grabbed me one last time and I was like if I don't get away like I'm now dead for sure. yeah I'm dead and I swung around and I didn't didn't even mean to do it but I caught my finger in his mouth and I actually fish hooked his mouth and his split his cheek split and that was actually what made him like finally oh hit the ground yeah so then I ran as fast as I could back down the trail not fully clothed completely yeah you have any on um i actually i i did i had it's i this story is so detailed but like the way i dressed that day is very unique and i never dressed like that before but i had like layers on which is oh which played into the Running story in 80 degree weather yeah exactly it was like but it was five shirts and 10 pairs of pants. oh my gosh <laughs> anyways um i'm running and i get down the trail and there's casey the long border and this is like an hour later and i was like there's two of them like he got in his car drove away casey was a big dude I, I, and like at the time i'm not trying to like stereotype he was covered in tattoos and i'm like there's two of them like i'm gonna have <laughs> he's the he's the next, yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to do this one. again like are you kidding me and he knew my name because we had exchanged names he's like robin stop 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 and i was like if you're here to help me throw me your cell phone so he backed up and tossed me his cell phone i called 911 again they are you bleeding uh -huh. every, okay yeah he had yeah 911 oh had heard gosh. everything actually it oh, was all did. recorded oh but it's like a really long trail and so they had officers on foot they had officers on the trail they were clearing people off the trail they got there like three minutes after i escaped <sighs> So I ran with them, went to the ambulance, went to the hospital, and then they were able to get my attacker into prison, and he's serving a 15-year-to-life sentence. So he was still in the same spot, probably still 
Um, he no, he actually ended up. Was he? Did he move? Yeah, he started like going into the mountains and hiding. And Casey um, saw him and and showed the police where he oh was. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so it was crazy. So then we had to do trial and all that oh, stuff. That sucks. And he gave a full confession that he. He's the most messed up person ever. Like in his backpack, he had shoelaces tied together that he like told the judge, like I was going to use these shoelaces as a noose to hang her. Uh, yeah, he was crazy. So he was like, I was going to keep her as a sex slave for nine months. Then he was going to kill me. He was very destructive on how he's going to do oh it. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> told him where he's going to bury my body. And then he got some pretty like big sentences. And then he was like, I'm crazy. I'm incompetent. So we had to wait a full year to do all that. I'm like, he's freaking psycho. Put him where he needs to go. Did he hurt any other women? Yeah. So he had, he had only been out of prison three days. He had already served time for four, um, sexual violent crimes. And he was out for three days and got you. Yeah. So I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time with someone who wasn't like premeditated, very dangerous person. And that's my story. So he's been in there, fi- or he's been in there 12 years now. Um, we'll see at year 15 if he'll get out or he oh, serves longer. We're hoping that he serves longer because he's he, psycho. Yes, and yeah. he has a history a of doing this. Yeah, yes. yeah. So after, oh my gosh, hello. Could you hear my voice? <laughs> <laughs> so, so after, what's happening? I'm not crying, you guys. I'm not emotional about this. Um, yeah. So after that, I dove into self-defense immediately and learned everything I could about self-defense. I wanted to know what I could have done better, what I did wrong. Well, you already knew so much more than I think that, I think everyone would kind of go like silent and yeah. quiet, like you said, yeah. like, like what the freak is happening? Right. But I think, yes, well, we'd kick it, but I wouldn't think of eyes yeah, doing I, like all the little things that you right, did. Yeah, oh and gosh. those actually saved my life. So, yeah. so that's what I do full-time now is teach women and girls how to empower and prepare themselves. And I do it either by coming to you and giving you, um, you know, a course or just speaking, or I have a full-blown course you could take with 18 videos and, I'm just really, really, really passionate about women being prepared. Yes. No, I love yeah. that. And I love even like the small things that you post on Instagram, like, mm-hmm. like, especially for the holidays. You just recently said like, if grandma's coming over, don't make your son kiss grandma. Yes. Because you don't know if grandma's really a cuckoo. Right. And yeah. And touching your son behind closed doors. Like exactly. you don't know, like don't make him do little things. Right. Like I love all the tiny little tips yeah. that you give us. Yeah. So on my Instagram, which is called a fly on my wall, which is like, doesn't pertain to anything I do, except when I, <laughs> except when I started it, I I was like, I want to be so authentic that people will think that they are a fly on my wall. And so that's like my whole thing. And you, you know, I share it all. I just had a, I just had a mommy makeover and everyone saw my full on naked body. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very authentic. My mom is mortified of me. If you're wondering. Um, so it's called a fly my wall and I share two safety tips a week. It's usually tip Tuesday and fight back Friday and they're on everything safety. So obviously I was attacked while running. So that's, where I came into self-defense, but in the past 12 years, I've studied and become an expert on all things safety. So car safety, kids safety, phone safety, internet safety, dating safety. So I teach on all things safety. I love that. Yeah. And I love that you go to the trail. Yep. Yeah. Often, like you just went just a couple days ago. Yeah. Like I so, love that you are so empowered yeah. that you can be like, pretty much F you buddy. I can be here uh-huh. and I feel fine. Yeah. Being here. It's taken me a lot of years. I mean, I, 
I remember the first time I went back, I couldn't even, I cried and I couldn't even make it 10 feet. And then the second time I got a little further than the third time. And it hasn't been until the last five years I was able to like go there, like sit where I sat, like walk through the places that I was drugged through. And um, it's three hours away from where I live. So it's not like a place I can go often, but if I'm passing through, I'll always stop. Yeah. It's like a place of like healing for me now. Gosh. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And what an amazing company that you've created because of this tragic event to help so many more people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like there was a reason that I was saved and like I would be just wasting. Like there's a reason I'm here and it's to make sure I save other women. Which you, I for sure yeah. 100% know you have. Yeah. Like just the tips or the training, everything. It's yeah. been awesome. Yes. So do you have anything lined up soon to go do any retreats or oh. conferences or anything? <laughs> Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I do I I do a ton of local like church groups and schools and things like that. Um, but I have like my own retreat company actually called Girls Gone Woke. <laughs> <laughs> and that's brand new. That's brand new, yeah. We had our first retreat just a couple weeks ago and it was amazing and life changing and oh so gosh. it's fun that I can like bring part of my self defense into this other little world of like creating friendship with women and adventure and spiritual awakening and so yeah she can do a little bit of everything and when's the next one that the next it's one is march 17th march. okay yeah in st george yes i'm wanting to go it was, is it gonna be it's gonna be uh it's not gonna be at your new place it's not no, even built it's yet not even built yet okay. oh my freaking house yeah that's another story no it's gonna be at uh we rented a beautiful it's the same house we rented last time it's like okay. a ten thousand square foot house and how many ladies are you able to house so we're able to house 25 and we're hosting we're me and my business partner we're staying a full week and we're hosting two retreats oh nice because we have so many women who want to come so it's going to be a group of 25 and then a group of 25 oh my gosh yeah that's so great so what other yeah. things do you do at these retreats besides some self-defense stuff we actually don't do a ton of self-defense stuff like just a little bit i talk about it but we get woke. We, we, we do a lot of outdoor adventure. We connect to our inner child. We bring a shaman with us. Actually. Nice. And so we do like a lot of sound baths and yoga and meditation and like connecting to our angels. And I mean, some people might think it's weird woo woo stuff, but I love it. But people need to people need go because yeah. they need to get woke. They need to get woke. And every woman who's left has been like, that was like the most spiritual experience for me. And, yeah. and it's, so there's that side of it, like the, the side where we're like looking inward and learning about ourselves, but then we do a lot of adventure. So we go paddleboarding and biking and hiking and we have dance parties and we're having oh fun and we gosh. swim. So it's like, it's like a yin and a yang. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about your mommy makeover. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Six weeks today. Oh my gosh. Well, congratulations. Thank on, you. Thank you for coming. Cause you were on my schedule and you're like, wait, I, what am I supposed I to know, come? I a week you out and I was like, yeah, no, I don't I'm going to so. only be seven days out. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell <clears throat> us what you got done? Yeah. So I had a two stage surgery um, because I breastfed. Well, I, I don't think this happens in most women, but when I breastfed, my chest continued to grow like outside of proportionate range of my body frame. So the first surgery I had back in February was a breast reduction. And they knew that it would have to be two stages because they were so big. You've Holy seen pictures. Moly. Yeah, so I had a breast reduction back in February and then I, it was actually like full reconstruction. Like the, it's not like an augmentation. Like I was a fish fillet. It was wow. crazy. They took out two pounds on each side. Oh, my uh-huh. God. <laughs> yeah. So that took a minute to recover from. And oh. then six weeks ago, I had 
a second reduction okay. because they were still I didn't they were still too big oh so I got gosh. a second reduction I did get implants and then I got my abs repaired because I had a four inch diastasis Carrie, recti sorry. my friend had the same thing yeah that they had the reduction and implants and everyone's uh-huh. like wait a minute that doesn't like, make why sense why would you do that tell us why yeah. that's important so I went back and forth because I was like I hate I, I hate big boobs I don't want any boobs like I want no boobs and Everyone's like, you're going to want something. Like, talk for yourself. I don't want any of this. <laughs> so after I had the first reduction, um, the size was really good, but, like, uh, the shape wasn't. Like, right. they just started. Because they're still they flat. started, yes. yeah. And I was like, yes. uh, okay, I guess I do want to feel more like a woman. Yes. So I got another reduction, and they took out 300 grams and then put back in 300 grams. So they're the same size, but they're, like, they hold shape. They're, they're I'm lifted. I'm so sorry for our males here. <laughs> yeah, taking notes. Yeah, yeah. So no, but I think that's nice important because a lot of times high. people want a reduction, but that just makes them flatter pancakes and saggier. You right. need to have a little lift, not to make big, yeah. but you need that little. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So on my first, I got a reduction in the lift, and they were okay, but they still like the teardrop. Like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, eh. yeah, yeah. like if I'm gonna pay all this money, like I want them to look good. Right. Right. So right. I got a second reduction. I got my abs sewn back together, which was. Like, I have, like, 300 sutures up the middle of my stomach, oh my like, gosh. four inches. So that's because your stomach muscles separate when you have uh-huh. pregnant. Yeah. And, and they I never came back never together. Never came back together, and I had hernias poking through because, oh. like, it was super thin, like, fascia. And that's fascia. a crazy thing. If you, if you, if obviously, you know it, but if people that are listening, if you look, like, at a video or something, they literally, like, lace it up like your shoe oh, and just, like, 100%. pull it tight, and it just yeah, comes it just together. It right is, together. like, the craziest. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I got that. And then, obviously, they take off the excess skin, which is a tummy tuck. Um, and then I got a labiaplasty, too. I was just like, let's do it all. I was like, I was like Doc, what can <laughs> what you see here? What else could we do? I, I don't want to do this again. Oh like, my round gosh. it up, fix me up. So what was, if you could only choose one thing? Oh, everybody asked me this. Yeah, what is <gasps> it? What would it be? I, I naturally say the breast reduction because it I really, those negatively impacted my life. Like, I had back pain, shoulder pain, like, my bra was like indented into my shoulder. Oh my god! But now having this hummy done, I'm like, eh, have you, you seen me? I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh my god! I would gosh. probably have to paper rock scissors over paper, tummy rock, scissors. or okay. reduction. Okay. Yeah. So you would highly recommend this mommy makeover. E- best thing I've ever And tell done. me about your doctor, who I know oh, he's amazing. Doctor Chitty, he's the he best. He is like world renowned. renowned. He is actually. He's been in Forbes, and he's got a three-year waiting list. And oh my he's gosh. legit. He's the best. He's the best. And in I the love state. that he like does TikToks and stuff uh-huh. with you when you yeah, go he's in. So fun. He's so funny. We'll get oh ready. Yeah, he's the best. I highly recommend Dr. Okay, Chitty. now you kind of slipped over the <clears throat> labia. labia plastic. So I want to know what's talk the, about it. <laughs> when I first asked you <laughs> sorry, well, sorry, ears, sorry yeah. the males that have to listen to this, but this is important because yes. your wife has one. That, and she you needs, know what? I've got more uncomfortable. questions about the labia plastic than anything else. Because no one talks about it. And no one talks about it. It's a little bit more rare. You've had kids. Like, let's talk about it. The first time I asked you about it, I was like, why? And you said, <laughs> what did I say? Uh-oh. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Girl, it's looking like a rooster. <laughs> I also use wizard wings Wait, or okay. hamburger help. Okay. So because you've had children, it was, <laughs> try to say it more in layman. It was just more saggy. It was, or was it loose? Like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about it. D all the above. All yeah. the above. Okay. It so was the, just the not where it was supposed to be. just tightened every little thing. Um, yeah, basically. But this it's, has it's nothing actually, to do with peeing your pants, right? That's a different no, surgery. No, that's different. Yeah, that's totally different. So it's actually not 
It's not actually not tightening. That's different. Not tightening. That's a different surgery. Okay, so that it's just lifting. It's literally just trimming excess and lifting and putting things inside your body where they're supposed to be. Okay. You know so you I mean? didn't get the tightening. You don't pee your pants ever. Uh, I got vaginal rejuvenation tightening before this. Ah, and okay. It actually helped. I and that don't help. pee my pants unless I laugh really hard. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah. we're done with the gross, and disgusting, and awesome things with science. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, so back uh, back to mothering and being a mom. You have four kids. Yep. Girl, and like I said before, you were in the thick of it. Yeah, they're you just crazy. Wait till right around the corner, they're going to be teenagers. Oh, like I literally tomorrow, they're going to be yeah. teenagers. Oh no! Which is a good thing when they're out of diapers. Like it's it's kind of a give and a take. You're yeah, like, man, I had two no diapers, more so naps, diapers, bottles, passies. But then yeah. then they become teenagers and they Ugh. get sassy. Like when is the good time? There's there's moments throughout. Every- <laughs> yeah, like there's got to be the sweet spot that I want to stay in. Yeah, right? when they leave on their mission and That's then it. they they call and they're like, "Mom, you were the best." I'm oh. like, it takes me 18 years mm-hmm. to for you to figure this out. Fantastic. Yeah, great. I'm, my kids. Literally so, but don't. how do you juggle it all? Like, how you have, and you have other businesses that we haven't even talked about. Yeah, like, you have your teeth whitening. Mm-hmm. You have other stuff. Yeah, and children, and a husband. And you're very active, like in your community with your girlfriends, and do, like how, how, like how much, how many hours are in your day? Man, I, I do you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, actually, last night I didn't sleep well because my friend came into town and we stayed up till three a.m. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, um, I do sleep, probably not as much as I should. I. I actually don't know how I, I do it all. Because of your brain. I mean, you probably have like some, I think I have some level of ADHD. Oh, 100% like, I have it. Like how do you, I know by, I mean, sometimes I get like that where I'm like, I have to have a pad of paper by my night uh-huh. to just write down yeah. all the stupid things that are that are stupid. Yeah. I still write them down and I'm like, okay, now I can relax. Yeah. Like, I, how do you do all that? I run a mile. I, I'm kind of crazy. Honestly, like it's probably not healthy. <laughs> I probably should be like, I shouldn't open 10 businesses this year. <laughs> Let's not do that. Um, but I have, I finally hired a nanny. So I have a nanny that comes two days a week. So on Tuesday and Friday, those are my work days. Nice. And I leave at nine and I come home at five, just like a regular working person. Nice. Half the time I'm just walking at Costco, getting a pedicure. My husband's like, you aren't even working. I'm like, mind your own business. When you <laughs> go you to work nine break. to five, I don't ask what you do. <laughs> I can work from my phone, you know? Yes. So I can, I, I do work. So I take, I really try to take everything that I need to do that week and put it on a Tuesday or a Friday because those are my working days. So then the rest of the week I can be home um, with my kids. But I, I don't, I don't know. Like the older I get, the more I realize I'm like, this is probably not healthy that I do all these things, but I love it. <laughs> well, you love it. Yeah. Well, you don't look like haggard or anything. Like you look like you got are energy. You sure? Are you I'm sure. sure. Like you, like you're, you're amazing. All oh. the things. And you don't do anything like any half-assed stuff. Like you do things really, really well. So yeah. more power to it's, you. It's, I'm probably going to die young, I think. <laughs> No, I, I actually say that because I'm like, I think I'm probably running, yeah, life. like I'm running myself into the grave and not realizing oh it, gosh. but I'm like, well, actually, this is actually serious. Like I actually really do try to live like I'm dying because I did stare death in the face. Like yes. I knew what it was feeling like. Just like I literally had a moment where I was like, I'm going to meet God. Like I'm cool. I feel comforted. And then I didn't die that day. And so now I'm like, I don't have tomorrow. Like Wow. I might not wake up. And so if I want to open up all these businesses, I'm going to do it. You do and it if today. I want to hang out with my friends till 3am, I might not wake up tomorrow. So I really kind of do live like I'm, I'm short lived here. That's good. And I, was well, like, I don't like good. you saying that. I'm like, it's that, the truth. Like yeah. what if I die in a year or two or three, I will have zero regrets. 
Yeah. Because I live well, as if... that's the way to live. Yeah, that's I, li- good. I live as if I'm not guaranteed much time. That's amazing. Well, yeah. you're a good role model and a good example to us. Oh. Okay, can you think of any stories about being a mom or having these children that are either... Just anything, like something you want to share. I can see your, like, oh, I know, your what, eyes are what's like appropriate, what's not. Yeah, um, a positive mom. Wait, remind you, me exactly you, what I'm saying. You could do. I know. What is the? What exactly did I say? Sorry. Um, a tough mom moment or an inspiring mom moment. A tough mom moment. It's been actually tough for me the last six weeks because I have been recovering. Uh, probably most. If there's ever been a time in my life where I've done the least amount of things, it's been in the last six weeks because I had major surgery and so I've had to like sit down. Um, and because of my first surgery, I just got back to my life so soon that I had late term complications. Mm. And I like, it was actually really bad after my breast reduction. So this time I'm like, listen, you can stay down for six months or not six months, six, six weeks. weeks to the day. And so what's been really hard is I haven't been able to pick up my baby. I haven't been able to change a diaper i'm so sad about that (laughs) i haven't like really been there for like my kids and my family i feel like because i'm just trying super hard to recover and my daughter who's nine she's made a few comments like do you even love us and i'm like yes i do but i can't do it like that's been a hard that's actually been really hard for me yeah no i bet yeah because you are naturally go Uh go 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 yeah and just and having people wait on you probably is driving you nuts too i feel like i'm burdening everyone and i feel like i'm letting everyone down because i can't do much but that's been hard that would be hard yeah that's been really hard and a inspiring inspiring mom moment um oh this one's really hard i'm like do i have anything (laughs) i think being you having these kids and and being able to teach them firsthand all the stuff like i'm like answering for you i'm sorry (laughs) no actually that's really great go with it yeah you're such an amazing mom like a lot of moms would be like okay you need to be nice you need to be polite like don't go down that trail like your mom like uh-huh. she's just like that's how most moms are gonna yeah say. and you're gonna be like oh no 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 you kick him right in the nuts oh yeah like, you grab you grab your eyeballs out like you're gonna like be real with them yeah. i love that no that actually probably is a proud mom moment my daughter who's nine she's heard my story she's come to many events and she knows how to break noses collapse windpipes and like oh my god she's feisty and she'll say things like we're super open in my house about all things anatomical parts and she'll ask questions like if I did this like I would just rip off his penis I'm like yeah you would I'm like 100% you would like if your life depends on you take it right off like I actually Which am pretty proud good. of that I know yeah. I think that's really yeah. good people need to be a little bit more open about how we talk with I'm our kids I'm sure like my friends don't like my kid coming over to their house sometimes <laughs> like hey you want me to show you how to break a windpipe <laughs> but um can no you, I'm, yeah, pretty, pr- I'm actually pretty proud of that stop showing us how to break <laughs> yeah. our windpipe that'd be great she should have like yeah yeah but what a cute little teacher she's yeah, become. Yeah, she's a little teacher and she's already a little entrepreneur. She started her own little business and I'm like oh my totally excited for her and I help her run it. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's so. amazing. Okay, so what is the next big thing that you're doing? Like what is next for Robin Fly on the Wall? Well, I'm opening up 25 stores in 2022 for my teeth whitening company. Oh, so that's How many big. stores do you have? Um, so we just yesterday was our one year anniversary in business. And but I thought you just had the mobile. I didn't even know you had oh, a no, pop no, no. shop. No, we have three storefronts oh. and uh, the mobile trailer. Okay. And we just had like our big meeting and we just mapped out 25 that were opening and balls are already rolling. So that's kind of big. Utah or where? Um, 
there's eight in Utah, five in Idaho. Oh my gosh. Four in Colorado. It's like all the surrounding states. And then we'll we'll start there and then we'll start bleeding out to other places. My gosh. So that's like a big yeah. thing. That is huge. Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, and the next, I'm like trying to think. Um, I'm like super passionate about my women's retreat company. Like if my husband would allow me, I'd be like, I just want to do that every weekend. Yeah. And never see you again. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love my husband, but... I, <laughs> I just love being with women. I love empowering women and educating women and yes. seeing like personal growth. So that's probably going to be pretty big this year too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then I do have a fifth company that is <laughs> coming down the pipe. <laughs> um, this is this is how my husband knows I'm serious. I know how to file trademarks and patents so fast. So oh, if shit. I have an idea, he's like. Did you already trademark it? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, shit. He's like, he's like she's gonna do it then. <laughs> yeah. So I already trademarked and patented this this fifth one, but it doesn't feel ready yet because I'm. Can I've got a share? lot going. I haven't told anybody, but it's gonna be big. Okay. Let's just say I've never had a tattoo on my body, but I will tattoo that on my body. Whoa. Yeah. Anyway, so. All the legal stuff is done and it's just, I planted the seed and it's just waiting for me. But I oh need to like, gosh. I have like two, he just barely turned two. I have all these kids and all these things. So I'm like, <laughs> like it's there when I need it. But it's just funny because oh my, my husband's like, did you already patent it? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, shoot. He's like, you need to stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So oh there's gosh. more to come. Oh my gosh. That is exciting. Yeah. And, yeah. and I feel like that is true. Yes. You are never ending. And you're also the host of the Brave oh, Talk yeah, Show. I that. Yeah. Like I, I said, talk you show. have your fingers in yeah. so many jars. Yeah. Well, Thank you for taking time to yes. come and chat with us oh and tell gosh, us I'm all so the things. Excited. And as soon as we turn the recording off, you're going to tell me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I literally haven't told anybody, Lori. Oh my yeah. Gosh. My husband. Well, again, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time. We appreciate you and all the stuff you have to share with us. Thank you. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>